0: People. Welcome to another episode of the Strategically Reckless Podcast. I am your host, Jay Brown, a.k.a. Mr. 710, and we are back up in this thing once again. Yeah! Listen, man, I'm having all kind of... I'm doing this a little different today. Got all, I'm having all kind of technical difficulties, and I don't know why. Internet moving slow on one device. Other device I can't see I'm just hoping for the best You know what I'm saying But we gonna make it do what it do Cause I can't miss another week yo. Can't miss another week Damn That's what I'm talking about Glad to be back though Glad to be back Listen It's been, it's been rough out here I got a lot to cover in a little bit of time I'm not gonna hold y'all too long because I'm, be I'm back on daddy duty. So I'm kind of recording this in the middle of the day. But. Listen. Oh. My. Goodness. Man, I'm excited about this. Because on tonight's show, we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about talking about your exes. We're going to talk about knowing your limitations. And we also going to talk about. We got, I got to talk about this dude opening this playing door. Because I have. I've had some stuff happen on some planes, but nothing quite like that. I also want to thank everybody for tuning in via Facebook Live, YouTube Live. If you're also listening on iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Music, or whatever it is that you listen to your podcast, we thank you. We'll go ahead and tell Alexa to play the Strategically Reckless podcast and see what she will say. Sure. Sure. And then you'll get me. Yeah. So listen. Yo, so it's crazy, right? Since last week, on the, the week that I had missed, you know, a guy, It was a plane going or coming from South Korea. Where fam opened the door towards the final descent. Now... I saw the video. I saw the video and it looks like dude, it looked like dude came from somewhere other than the exit row to open the plan- open the door because everybody that was sitting in the exit row according to the video they were, it was three people sitting there. Holding on tight as hell. I wish I had a funny I wish I had a funny Tight joke to throw in there. Tighter than Lil Wayne's jeans. Tighter than Derek J's jeans. Tighter than Magic Johnson's son pants. <laughs> that level of tight. That's how they were holding on. And I don't blame him one bit. I mean, You know how? You know I'm mad. I would be if somebody opened my car door while I was driving. I don't care. Look, I could be driving down my driveway. And if one of them kids opened the door, the level of attitude that I would have (laughs) had. So I could just imagine. You fly in a plane, and next thing you know, you get the indicator because I'm sure it happened. You get a notification up front, amongst all of those buttons, that br- 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 the cabin is losing air pressure. The door is open. I don't, I don't know if this is how it happens in real life, but in the movies, when you open the door, it's it's either gone, but there ain't no closing it. It ain't like one of those minivans where you could just press the button and then them joints slide back into place and lock. Everybody that I've seen do it, they've done it manually. So, I don't know where dude got over. He was like, yo, I'm, I'm, I need to get off this plane now. Like, immediately. And once you decide to get off the plane right now, you open that door. Unless you're trying to end it all. The realization kicks in. Because I'm thinking that they interviewed Dude and he said that he was trying to get off the plane early. But he clearly didn't jump. <laughs> that would not have been I don't think he would have made it. I know he didn't jump. He had that realization that kicked in. He, was, he looked down and said, oh. Listen, I feel like somebody would have second thoughts if they looked down and that that and the thing, the the uh the little ramp that connects to the plane that you step on, that you walk down and you go right before you step on the plane. If you've ever looked down, you up there. You try to jump out the plane while it's just sitting on the ground. You go, have, you might have some issues unless you are a parquet master but you you just a regular person you are you uh, listen you over 30. don't even think about jumping out of a plane even if it's on the ground with no parachute you gonna die you ain't gonna be able to walk you probably ain't gonna die but you probably ain't gonna be able to walk and that just bothered me because I take more than my share of flights. And never have never have I ever thought what would I do if somebody jumps up and opens this plane door. If I'm in this, if I'm in the uh if I'm in the exit row as soon as I see if anybody else in the extra row get up. And walk towards the door. It's gonna be some hey, <laughs> like <laughs> what the hell are you doing? Like it's gonna it's gonna be that. Like I'm gonna have that. I'm gonna have that energy. I'm not just gonna be sitting there like hey, baby, buddy, about to open the door. Mm-mm. No, I don't. I don't. I don't care. Like these these are the things that you never. Like, yeah, babies crying, people kicking your seat. You deal with that. You you put that in your scenarios. What would I say if somebody leaned their head on my shoulder and I ain't know who they was? You know what I'm saying? Like, what would I say if I I'm on my way to my seat and somebody's sitting in my seat? And then, and and I got assigned seats. I know I, hey, 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 you you in my seat, cuz you in my seat, fam. Which I, I did see this dude, so I flew, I risked it all one day and flew Spirit, right? And it was this guy with a muscle shirt on, it was neon green. He looked like Bishop Eddie Long, he had a jerry curl, buddy. Buddy got told to move twice, two times. Now what I don't understand is, if you, either he thought he was on Southwest, or he was just trying it because he had on a neon green muscle shirt. Like, he was pretty buff. Them folks got on the plane and, and it was like, "Hey Bishop, 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 better long. You in my seat?" And so dude got up and went two rows back on the other side. Didn't look at it, didn't look at his ticket, so he clearly knew he was about to go sit in the wrong seat. It wasn't even a whole thirty seconds later that two other people came in and was like, "Hey, hey Bishop, you sitting in my seat?" And dude got up and went to a seat back past where I was sitting. And I was like, dang, bitch, you better long tripping. Like, how you think he just gonna sit in folks' seats? Like, you, you can't, you don't risk it on the flight. Like, most of the, most flights, they ain't going nowhere if they ain't full. Like, if you get on a non full flight now, you have hit the lottery or you're going to, some place that don't nobody go to. And even then, they only gonna have five flights in a day, so they probably still gonna be pretty full. You just can't do that. You can't just be out here sending people seats, but you damn sure can't be opening the door. If We was on the bus, and somebody pushed them little folding doors open. Hey, I, 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 hey, 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 hey! Subway, somebody on a subway train, <laughs> uh, uh, uh. hey, at this point, I'm not gonna say nothing to him. I'm gonna be like, look at this fool. Cause he opened the doors, I'm not necessarily in danger, unless I'm standing by it. but if you see somebody, <laughs> anybody that's, anybody that's listening, that's me, Pulling, thats how I was talented, if I was pulling the train, the you know, the metro train doors open. Wow, man! What, what what type of rush do you got to be in? And money talks. And money talks when they broke her. Uh, when they broke Chris Tucker and and the I guess the little Persian dude about the out of jail, out of the bus, out of jail bus. And then they took the helicopter and they was like, yeah, you know, we free. You know, go ahead. Chris Tucker was like, hey, just go ahead and drive me off over there. Chris Tucker jumped out the helicopter because they were trying to shoot at it. He was about to. He was about to kill him. You jump out then. He was over some water. If he was over land, I I don't know if he would've jumped when I tried to scrap it out. He jumped on out. But this dude, I don't know. I have to start thinking about that. I have to put that in the list of scenarios of weird stuff that I think about, like what if? I already talked about um, that lady who was walking around the airport with that fire extinguisher. Like, what would I, what would I do if somebody sprayed me with a fire extinguisher? I might be on a no-fly list. Because <laughs> I can't just let that ride. Because I can't get on the plane with all that white stuff on me. Hey, that's that new nigga. You like us? They with a the fire extinguisher. They they out here spraying folks. Don't ask me no stupid ass questions. Thank you. Like what the hell you think? You saw it? You saw what happened? It wasn't my fault. Yeah, I said I don't think I can let that ride. Like. One of those, one of those little uh, stores in there will have to give you, I will be trying to get a free T-shirt up off of one of these folks. They don't normally have shorts, but I'm gonna have to figure out a shower situation or something because you ain't got no change of clothes. Unless you pack light. If you check the bag, that bag is gone. Come on, man. Come on, man. I don't like this at all. But... If I'm looking tired and beat down for the people that can see me on YouTube Live and/or on a Facebook Live, listen. My wife had a work trip that started on Wednesday, and she'll be back this evening. Started on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And went to this evening. Which means, Wednesday morning she helped me with the kids, Wednesday night was the kids versus me, Thursday morning, Thursday evening, Friday morning, Friday evening, all day Saturday, all day Saturday, Monday morning. Was going to be my need I just tired boss I'm, I'm, I'm tired I'll be down oh my gosh and I called my wife and I said you know you gotta you gotta know your limitations right like, I was in my mind I was like you know what we, get, we had help during the school year. The kids were going in different directions. So I was getting some help in the evening, getting some help in the morning. And I was like, school hours, a little bit more relaxed. Let me try to do this by myself. And that was a horrible idea. I should have got help. I know my limitations. Like I I know that I can handle it for a little bit. I also, on Saturday morning, I spiraled out of control on Facebook. Sunday morning I got up and I was thinking to myself that if something happens to me, it was them kids. Like I when I tell you I was fully spiraling now. Like my wife set them kids up to take me out while she was gone, so she could be above suspicion and collect life insurance on this episode of Unsolved Mysteries. <laughs> like yo, and here's the bad part. It's a it's a nine year old. That's the boy, y'all y'all know them. Y'all know him. Y'all done heard his stories. a two year old, two year old little girl, you gonna call her Poodle. And you know, can't use her real name. And her little sister, Thunder. Thunder is one, and just started walking not too long ago. Thunder does not sit down at all. She is against being mobile. And for some reason, kids love danger. I don't know why. They love danger. Thunder, Thunder went up the stairs. I followed Thunder up the stairs one day just to see if she could do it. Don't know if she had ever been on stairs before in her life, but no, cause she took her first steps here. in her first time on the stairs. She climbed her ass all the way to the top. My stairs. Got, got a little, got a little up, platform, up, turn, up some more. It's a turn in there. It ain't just no, it ain't no straight shot. And she crawled all the way up. Now the bad part was when she got to the top. She decided, well, I did that. And she was going to go back down the same way that she went up. The only thing is them little arms ain't strong enough to support her crawling down the steps forward. That was going to be bad. It would have been like rolling the bowling ball down those steps. Hopefully, it would have stopped at that first L, but she probably would have went back all the way down. But it became like. It became a bribing session. It was a bribe session for the nine year old. Hey buddy, good like all good parents, they bribe kids. Hey buddy, man, if you don't give me no problems, if I ain't gotta fuss at you in the mornings, Well, the evening's gonna be lit. Friday's gonna be lit. Will you have a good Wednesday night? A good Thursday? A good Friday morning? Boy, it's going, Boy! Man. Here's the problem. <laughs> he was on board. You can't really bribe a one and a two year old. And yeah, there's certain things that they like. But they don't like nothing. That has to do with them being still. They you don't know, like anything that has to do with them being stationary in one damn place. No, unless they eat. I can't feed the food. I can't feed these kids all day. Cause, cause thunder eat like a fish. She'll keep going. Should keep going. And Puda. She don't like nothing that's good for her except for water. She don't really eat meat. But she don't like vegetables either. She eat the hell out of some pasta, bread, and anything sweet. She tries it with me. And I feel like she tries it. Huda tries it because she I know, I know it's because she too, but she know more than I feel like a two-year-old should know. Way too manipulative. I ain't never seen somebody that can cry on demand. Cry and laugh at the same time. And she ain't happy or sad. She can just do this in tears and be OK in the next second. <sighs> Get up. Oh, OK. Hey, Mr. Jason what fake laugh on cue on some stuff i know that she had no idea what we were talking about but she was laughing too she can't even speak well but she was laughing like hell i'm like hold on now i'm only a little funny you have no idea what i was talking about so why are you laughing you haven't know, been here before but it wasn't It wasn't bad, it was just a lot. It wasn't hard, it was just having to be on in that way all day, all afternoon and evening. It prompted me to tell the boy at nine years old, hey buddy, let me tell you something. You need to be careful who you have kids with. I know it's a long time away. Please let it be a long time away. But understand this. You need to be careful who you have kids with. Trust me. If you, if you like a girl, y'all about to do it, call me. Just call me. And I want you to tell me everything you like about her, and everything you don't. I need you to be honest with me on this one. So I, I, I will ask you a question willing to deal with that. And if you're not, run. Don't do it, buddy. Don't do it. You can't put on enough comments. It's going to be a problem, fam. We didn't get that far into the conversation, but I told him to call me. I'll let you know. I'll let you know. There's all kind of like lessons going on. But he was pretty decent on Wednesday evening, solid on Thursday, Friday rolls around. Now, this is the other thing. His stomach was jacked up, and uncharacteristically, he did not have an appetite Wednesday, Thursday, and most of Friday. Friday evening, he did not have an appetite. But Mr. Jason, of course, I can fix a kid that does not have an appetite. Are you serious? He said Mr. Jason, I got the bubble guts I was like, oh, I got you. I got you. Let me go ahead and get some of that pink stuff. But it wasn't the, it wasn't name brand pink stuff. It's the off brand pink stuff. Here you go, fam. I poured up that pink stuff, gave him some of that pink stuff, he drank half of it. And was like, that's enough. I I think I had enough. Whoa, 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 how you gonna take half? Think that that's enough. That ain't enough? What I gave you is enough, right? Who, what? If you had, if he had capsules in his medication, he unscrew the capsule and say, t- just dump half of it in there and be like, yeah, that's good right there. That'll, that'll do it, that'll do it. That's the proper amount of doses that I need. Now, nah, brother. But you gotta finish that. Your stomach hurt, boy. I gotta help you. But the pep didn't do it. That pink stuff didn't do it. The pink stuff. Didn't I do it at all? It did what it, it did what it's supposed to do. It turned that it turned that doo doo black. It did do that. Well, he was in a he was in shambles. He thought he was about to die. And I was like, the pink stuff make it black. Don't worry about it. It's how the colors work. You straight, you ain't gonna die. But here's why I fixed it. I brought down some cookies Friday evening. Some of them little ghetto cookies that, you know, the little ghetto cookies, they soft. The grocery stores and Walmart make them, they real soft. They come in probably about the little uh, plastic see-through container. They be making them for all different kind of holidays and whatnot, but they got the real heavy frosting on the top. They like, they the sugar cookies. Little ghetto sugar cookies. I brought them joints out and because he did not eat dinner and he said he was full, After I brought them cookies out, I knew he was going to be fully recovered the next day. And on Saturday, he ate like hell. He ate everything. 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 Like, it, 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 this is so crazy. I bought some some fire. Some of my favorite chicken. Some sakai. is a... Chicago style restaurant not too far from here. I ordered that joint. AK, we had a feast. The girls was getting in. I was getting in. He was sitting there looking at it. And he only wanted some. He only wanted some because he saw it. If he wasn't hungry, then he wasn't hungry. That's fine. But he picked over it. and said he was full. When those cookies came out. Oh. I couldn't ask for a cookie because he knew he just told me he was full. And he cannot tell me, Mr. Jason, I'm too full for regular food, but not too full for a snack. Can I have a cookie for a snack? Mm -mm. You can have the rest of this dinner that I bought. Or not. You guys. And you want that. He had enough of that. Like I said, Saturday. Live action. Live action. Now one of the one of the things that I you know when we first start fostering, I had we, we got, we had this, we had a baby girl and with my wife in the beginning, I told her that I didn't feel comfortable bathing little girls that weren't mine. And it's only because it's just certain stuff that I don't know. I know I don't know. I know my limitations, and stuff that I don't know. And when I don't feel comfortable with doing something that, and it's because I don't know, I don't think somebody else's baby is who I need to be practicing on when it comes to girl hygiene. Maybe I'm wrong, but I'm guessing that, I mean, all dads have to learn if they got to if they got girls anyway, but quick backstory. When we got, when we had number three, the baby girl, the one that, uh um, she about five five now she was giving her a bath giving her a bath and i was just like maybe I, I don't want to do it i don't want to do it so in my mind hey as a dude you wash everything from the rooter to the tooth so you soap everything you might not use that same soap that you use on your body on your face but from the neck down it's going to be soap. Hey, I don't know. I did not know. I do that with me cuz I'm a boy. I didn't know that you not supposed to pu- you not supposed to wash the fox like that. This is supposed to be washed different. It ain't supposed to be no soap up in there. I didn't know. I ain't never had one to clean. I ain't got no wolf. <laughs> What was us what was I supposed to do? Hey, the wolf smell like the hello fox smell like pee. So I put some soap on it and wash that thing, squash, squash. Shout out to Martin law. I washed it. I washed the whole fox. Listen. That's what made sense to me. I was told that that was wrong. Alright, fine. And now. Now that we have these two little ones, I know that not to soap the fox, right? I understand that. You can't soap the fox, And so <laughs> I'm I'm trying to do better. I'm trying to learn, but certain situations you just can't put me in because I'm not that good at it. I'm, I'm learning. And I thought that I had crushed it one day. So Puda, the two year old, she is moderately potty trained. But she'll go, she'll go to the bathroom eight times in fifteen minutes. I feel like something wrong, but at least five of those times she ain't even gotta do nothing. Or well, five of those times she will do a full pee. The other three is just false alarms, warning shots. But she's one of those kids that hey, she used the bathroom. She's so happy she get up and she's still drippy, peep, peep, peep. pee on the floor. Hey, Poda, 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 listen. You gotta sit there till it's all out. Till you finish, you should be able to feel that. I know she don't understand much, but if you got some droplets on the floor, you gotta clean that up, and then throw that in the uh, throw that in the toilet. Okay, she was okay. She, she I didn't get no certif- I didn't get no like. Hey, we we good on this idea that we gonna either not pee on the floor or if you pee on the floor, I'ma clean it up. I come in there, she she's go, she goes to the bathroom by herself but she just disappears. she uses it, she'll wipe herself. She might not do a good job wiping herself, so we have to come back behind them. But I come in there and she is, she wipes herself. Throws a little toilet paper in the, uh, in the toilet, get some more toilet paper and she's wiping the floor and i'm like yeah that's good throw it in there i cheer her up good job woo, woo. good job i even call my wife and i'm bragging on what i just taught this little girl baby she pee on the floor she gonna clean it up now we're gonna have to go back behind it and actually spray it because otherwise she's gonna be white pee residue on the floor but yo know, I told her, I didn't know if she understood, but she got it, she wiped the floor, bam. Later on that evening, she uses the bathroom, gets up super happy, whoa, whoa! I come in there and she's wiping the floor. And I'm like, oh, you did that again? All right, and then she's wiping the floor. She takes that same tissue paper and instead of throwing it in the toilet like I thought she was, she wiped her fox with it again. And I'm like, yo, no, no, no. You can't do that. You you can't do that. I don't know how to tell you. I I don't wanna tell her not to wipe up her pee, but I'm also like, hey, you can't go. You either gotta go fox, toilet, floor, toilet even if you went fox floor toilet that's a whole lot better than floor fox you can't go from the floor back up to your hoo-ha and then into the toilet I don't know how to explain it other than hey your your fox ain't gonna work when you get to be about 30 if you keep doing that I I don't know I don't It's gonna die, you can't, you don't want what's on the floor in here in this bathroom on your your hoo-ha, on your little fox, it's bad. So yeah, don't do it in that order no more. That ain't gonna work. I panicked. I called my wife and she thought it was funny. I was like, man, I can't brag on none of these kids because as soon as I do, They do something that made me be like, oh no, you can't do that. No, you can't do that. Please don't do that no more ever again in life. They ran me ragged. And like I said, it wasn't because they were just bad. It was just them doing stuff that I had to say something about and you can't just not say anything about it. Like you just do it, like just doing stuff. Like I had to fuss at the boy, him and the baby girl Thunder was playing. They were playing. Poodle was up in her chair. She was up in the chair, so I know she was stationary. I'm like, all right, they're playing. She's stationary she and she won't be moving. Let me run upstairs and grab something real quick. I ran upstairs. 20 seconds later, I'm down, I'm coming down the stairs and I see the boy with no thunder. What you doing? Oh, I left her in there. All right. You know what? It's not your responsibility, that's my bad. All of y'all my responsibility and I was just being a reckless parent. Going upstairs, leaving a nine-year-old and a one-year-old down here together. Cause who would have thought that this nine-year-old would just walk off from a one-year-old? Why would I ever think that that would happen? It's crazy. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, but li- listen. So it was just a a whole bunch of a whole bunch of that. Like I heard my name more this in these past five days than i have in this whole time that they've all been here and one of the problems with that is that the little girls actually like me the boy doesn't and that's fine like the boy don't like me because his dad is still around that part that's cool the girls they like me a whole lot more than they like my wife the boy likes my wife a whole lot better than he likes me because he feels like she is where he can get the yes. And then, like I said, his dad's still being around. So I can't be cool because if I'm cool, then he'll look like, he'll, in his mind, his dad is not. And I was like, yo, you know, I'm I'm pretty damn dope. Like, you, you hate on that. You hate on that you didn't understand this boy I'm pretty pretty dope but he asked me one day Mr. Jason if you were my father what all would you do to get me back damn that's quite the question kid but I don't know how to answer that because you're here Sorry. because you're here. I don't know. There's a basic there's a very basic answer to that. That I don't know why you would ask me as someone that is looking at you in which I have a phone number for someone who's not, who helped make you might be able to answer that question for you see i know my limitations i know i can't just i can't just say what i want to say all the time and not what i want to say all the time because i know that if i do i'm gonna hurt somebody's feelings they don't have to call them folks but them folks Fortunately, they already know how I am. i this is this is who you get. This is who the kids get. This is how who, them folks they get. I'm a little nicer to my wife, but to everybody else, this is who they get. You just have to deal with it, yo. Like, I done got old over these lads. I'm jaded. I am scarred. I told my wife I'm going to Africa as soon as she get back. Just for about three days. I ain't even taking her. I just want to be, I'm be by myself. Like once to, once I put those kids to bed, I don't do anything for about an hour. Like I just sit for about an hour and just let the house be quiet. Because I'm tired. I was tired of voices. My wife was in a place that had bad phone reception. So she said. And she kept asking me, what you say? What you say? I was like, baby, we're going to have to talk later because I'm tired of repeating myself. Because I, I I done repeated myself 583 times with these kids. I don't want to have to repeat myself with you. I'm sorry. I still love you, though. Be safe. Be safe. Like, for real. Like, I still love you, But that, that, that threw me for a loop. In the same, this, this whole weekend, this this whole weekend has worn me down in the way that Scottie Pippen be looking worn down whenever he decides to make a comment about Michael Jordan. And, I was going to talk about this last week that I had a show. Go ahead and wrap this up real quick with this one. Scotty. I know Scotty Pippa hurt, but he says Michael Jordan was a horrible player. He sounded like he was spiraling worse than I was this past weekend. But I know he hurt. Scotty hurt in a different kind of way. And if every time you open your social media, you're seeing somebody talk about how great Michael Jordan is, because Michael Jordan fans are Michael Jordan fans are still defending the goat throne, and you got to see that every time you open up. Yo, Bleacher Report, or any kind of sports app that you have, where who's the goat? And they never really bring up Scotty Pippen. Scotty, you cool ish? Like it's a lot of it's a lot of Chicago fans that had a problem with how Scotty operated. And wow. While we appreciated his contribution to the team, it was—I mean, I was—I was one of those people like I wanted to see Scotty do well because I'm a Chicago Bulls fan. I'm a ride with my team. Now after he went to Portland and Houston, I—I dog like you—you you straight, but I understand why that had to happen. But don't let's not act like let's not act like you just walked into the league and then all of a sudden y'all start winning. And when fam averaged like seven points, it wasn't because them they was just shooting the ball all the time. Wasn't that good to begin with. You was uh, you were straight. It was the defender. You was almost, you was like a diet Jimmy Butler. Like you were straight, like he's not that. He's better than Jimmy Butler. He just had to play with MJ. You just had to play with MJ. Like you, you had your shot. Y'all got to East Conference Finals, but you didn't have MJ, so you didn't win. You played with Barkley and Elijah Wan and Drexler, didn't win. You played with Rasheed and Bonzi Wells and all them cats out in Portland. You didn't win. Your back was trash. Your back was trash. Your back was trash for a long time. You had Mike Ray. None of that. It was MJ fault. You signed a bad contract. Not MJ fault. You didn't go in the game when Kukos hit that last shot. Not MJ fault. Not MJ fault. Now, MJ didn't write the narrative that it was MJ and the Bulls, but that's just how it was portrayed. That's all I, all we knew was MJ and the boys, MJ and the boys. But you didn't like that he talked about yo, his nonsense. He ain't like, people didn't like that his nonsense was put out there in the last dance as if it didn't happen. It happened. You signed a WAC contract. You did rehab during the season. You held out during the season. Happen. We wanted to see you out there. We know your back was jacked up. You got carried, fam. You got carried. Right. MJ assists did not go through the roof when you got there. And all of a sudden, he just started playing better basketball. You might have been more efficient. He got in the gym and worked out. Worked on his game because you knew he couldn't go to the basket all the time. Like, worked on his game. That's what he's supposed to do. But. I know. I know that Jordan Sun thing has to. That's painful. Now, as... Do I feel like I would tell if I had a son that was of dating age and he decided to date somebody who one of my teammates, ex-wife, somebody I was close to that I won with? He's an adult. Kid is an adult. An adult. Hey, I, I probably would say, hey, buddy. If you can pull her, you can probably pull somebody else. That would be my advice. If you you could pull her, as a lot of people have, if you can pull her, hey, you can get somebody else. It, you know, it ain't have to be her. He has to be hurt. And never once did anybody think like, yo, if I date, if I date my dad's teammate's ex-wife, that he would come back and say, my dad was a horrible basketball player before I got there, and then everybody forgot. Everybody forgot how bad he was before, he, before I got there. He was only, he was only the MVP of the league and taking bad shots and making all all NBA first team and deepest player of the year. You doing all those things? He wasn't that good. Uh-uh. He wasn't that good. All right, scott Hey, Scotty, need quality control. Stacy King probably should have ended the interview like, "Hey, Scott, who are you? You are channeling. You are channeling your inner Rick James right now. You can't say these things, what? like I." I know you don't feel like that, do you? Or you just saying this? Like, make sure you say that I was on the Stacey King podcast when you, like, in the middle of saying a ridiculous thing. Make sure you say Stacey King podcast, so that everybody know that this is where you said it. Because I played with MJ too. Give me the hot songs. I think the name of it is with Stacey King. Shout out to my brother for getting blocked on Twitter by Stacy King. <laughs> That's pretty funny. But yo, I gotta get on about this thing. I gotta go get these kids. This is why I'm able to be so loud and energetic today even though I don't feel like that. Yo. I am beat down and despondent, but I'm getting ready. Yo, I am, let me see. I got some stuff going. I've been the 710 print shop been lit and this whole show has been brought to you by the Seventeen print shop where you get all of your custom clothes family reunions class reunions or any just cool shirt idea that you have go ahead and holler at me at wwwthe 710 printshopcom it's the 710 com. Right, right, I'm actually wearing one of the first designs that I made you read my birthday shirt my cash app is dollar sign the 710 print shop that's crazy people laugh at it and ask me if it's my birthday it's usually not what i wear but it's a really comfortable shirt but look good people i appreciate everybody tuning in y'all are always always dope if you have any topics that you want me to cover anything like that go ahead and send me an email that is uh Should be. I think I got to change over to the Strategically Reckless Podcast at gmail.com. Otherwise, hit me up on uh, Instagram, TikTok. I'm always putting stuff up there. And also on the Facebook show page, that is the Strategically Reckless Podcast. Good people. I thank you all for tuning in. And until next time, y'all be safe out in these streets. Mouth.